0: Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, there you have it. Uh, emotional speech by uh, Meryl Streep last night at the Golden Globes. Alyssa Freeman is with us, Alyssa PR. Uh, how? Do, where do we go with this from here? Where do we go from here? You know, I was reading a lot of the commentary and the reaction from Meryl Streep's speech. And, you know, you, you had to know that President-elect, Trump was going to tweet about it. And aside from all the other tweets that he's mentioned, when you start to question and call Meryl Streep an overrated actress, (laughs) that should essentially tell anybody, no matter what political stripe you are, that this guy is so thin-skinned he can't even think straight. You know, Meryl Streep is not overrated. Anybody and everybody have seen her movies. So, you know... When you start digging down and, and really starting to get upset about stuff like that, this is just the tip, just the tip of the iceberg. So I think that the other thing that I read that was kind of interesting was this, is that there were two high-profile naysayers to this um, speech. And he had to know that one of them would be Kellyanne Conway, who was Trump's uh uh, campaign manager and is still part of the transition team and mm-hmm. still acting as spokesperson. And then there was um, Senator John McCain's daughter who said something about it. And the underlying uh, message from both of the these women from representing the Republican side was, you know what? Enough. This is the kind of talk that got him elected. Keep talking like this, and he's going to be get he's going to get elected again. Yeah. And I read that, and I thought, oh. Gosh, really? Come on, Kellyanne. Like, you know, is it the same old, same old? And then I sort of sat back and thought, hmm, you know, if that's not a red herring clue as to what to do to change the narrative, then nothing else will be. And to that extent, they're right. I mean, you know, we know that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, but I guess, what is it now, over three million votes? And it was the clever playing of the Electoral College that got Trump into office, albeit that's how you have to win. So, you know, that's a moot point. If the narrative is going to be anti-Trump, I think that the Democratic National Committee is going to have to think of what is the narrative going forward once he's in office and who's going to deliver that narrative. Is it going to, the media will continue to report as they see fit. Uh, Breitbart will report in favor of Trump, and everybody else will report uh, not in favor of Trump. But who else is going to deliver that narrative to start creating the, um, a resonance, with those disaffected Democrats and maybe a sort of wavering-on-the-line Republicans in order to change their mind in the course of the next two years. Now, there's a number of elections coming up in 2018 in the states, which could shift the balance of power in the Senate and or the House of Representatives. So really, we're not really looking at a four-year window here. We're looking at a two-year window. Mm-hmm. And depending on how that all plays out, and who knows what it, how it will play out at this point, Um, 2018 is going to be very telling to see if the populace still supports Trump or not. So it's not the next four years we have to look at, it's the next two years that we have to look at. And we're going to see how both sides, I mean, the Republicans well know that this is going on too, so they're also strategizing. So it will be a battle of the narratives and a battle of the spokesperson to see who and what people will listen to. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.